Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. you're about and as soon as you do 
people stop doing it and then they just respect you for what it is that you do bring to the table because they don't want to lose you working with them basically so you know like it can be hard if you depending on how you present yourself like okay like my photo shoots for love train those are my photo shoots for the actual project and for promo but i don't go to the studio like that and nobody ever should but some people do you know so that's just it just kind of depends on how you carry yourself absolutely um, one of the things that I that I find so fascinating fascinating about you, as far as being an exceptional songwriter, the the kind of professionalism that you show towards your music, as far as being very diligent when you work in the studio, and you had an opportunity to work with Dr. Dre. What are some of the nuances that you picked up from him in the time that you had an opportunity to work with him? Um, you know what to be a perfectionist at what you do, which, you know, I already was, but after working with Dr. Dre, it just, it just took it up another level. Dre is like genius, genius levels perfectionist. And you know what? And I don't, it, you know, it just makes you go back and listen to your music over and over and over and over again and, and crit, criticize yourself as much as you possibly can until you're good with it. You know, like some people just put stuff out just because, oh, I did a new song two days ago and here it is. And, you know, they don't really spend that much time in the record. And I feel like with Dre, he just taught you to like feel it. Like, you know, do you feel something when you listen to this record? Even even if I recorded it, like I want to be able to feel something every time I listen to it. So as long as I feel something every time I listen to it and I'm good with where it is quality wise, vocally, lyrically then then i'm all good but if i have any questions about anything don't put it out fix it right take your time on it don't rush basically and right. i think that's one of the best things i learned from, learned from dre also one of the best things i learned from dre is just being humble there are a lot of celebrities and artists um who producers who are just not humble and to be around this billionaire genius legend icon in music who's just as humble as they come so cool so laid back so inviting and open to people who do get to come around him it's just like yo there's no reason for me or anybody else to act any type of like crazy way you have icons who are just chill so it's like you know there's just a lot of things you can pick up from him he's just amazing so i'm definitely glad i got to work with him well, you know what? I want to take it a step further. You said something very interesting as far as a lot of times artists have a tendency to become overwhelmed when you have so many people whispering in your ear, telling you how great you are. For you as an artist and respecting the art form, for you, how important is it that your songwriting is a window to who you are to give people a better idea of who you are as an artist, all as well as being a person? Um, you know what? I just feel like my duty to music is just being real. Um, one of the, the biggest compliments I keep getting about my project is that it's super relatable and that like girls will tweet me or Instagram or even guys, like a lot of guys love my project. I'm like, yo, I'm going through this right now. This song right here, this just happened to me in the club last night. I was so faded. I do not want to think about my ex. Like it's just, it's real stuff. And, you know, it's things that we go through every day in life, in love and relationships. And I just feel like it's my duty to be as real and 100% me and give that to people. Because there's people out there just like me who don't have anybody to speak for them, who don't, you know, like have the words to help them get through a breakup. You know, sometimes a breakup can be detrimental to a person depending on how much they were in love with the person or a statuette. You know what I mean? Like some people break up and just lose it a little bit. And right. I feel like it like help, helps you to keep hope and faith and, you know, to go through the necessary steps to make sure that you're good or to make sure that if this person you want to be with, you can try again, you know, don't just give up. And I feel like that's what my duty is to music. So for me, Love Train it was a concept project. It was a project that was completely surfaced and, and um, 
captures love in relationships, the up and down, the journey of it, period. So my next project may not necessarily talk all about love. I have a lot of different things I love to talk about in my music. So I just feel like it's, it's, it's important for me to spread positive, real things and hope and you know and and just things that make people feel good that's what it, it's important for me because that's what i like to do in my real life as you know just the person not the artist right you said something very interesting when you said being real remaining true to who you are as an artist artists today are under such a microscope due to the social media it's like we never want a little we want a lot we want to know every little integral part of a person's personal life how have you been able to maintain a balance where you give people a little bit more insight of who you are but at the same time you try to keep your private life separate from the business aspect of music um you know what um i used to be very public with my uh relationship or you know when when i was in a relationship even as an artist as a songwriter you know take you know red carpets everything you know like really but I stopped doing that um because when people know everything about you they have way more to say so I feel like in the public I just feel like I'm going to give you me the artist but I have to keep something for me and my close friends and my family and you know if I'm dating someone and you know all I have to keep something for just us I can't give you everything because then there, then what is there to think about? What is there to look at? You know, it's just kind of like, Oh, we know everything about her. Right. You know, I, I just kind of feel like I need to keep some things for myself. Right. Right. You know, like everybody who's really close to me, they know everything. They know, they know what, they know what it is, but you know, outside of that, you know, it's kind of like, I want you to focus on what I'm saying. I want you to focus on the music. That's what I want you to focus on. Not necessarily who I'm dating or, you know, what I did at the club last night. Like, that's not necessarily what I want you to focus on. Right. You know, like I said, it's, it's, it's very challenging when you have the social media and everywhere you turn, you have cameras everywhere, you know, trying to find things about you, make up things about you just to sell, to spread your name during it, as far as doing social, do social media, which is really, for me personally, it's unacceptable. I'm still trying to get adapted to this new world <laughs> of social you know media. What? Like, you know, I have to, and, and, and it even, it even makes you um, act differently when you go out. Like if right. I was to go out on a date, you know, I make sure I go somewhere that's kind of low key or, you know, like something that's not going to attract too much attention because it, it it is a little difficult to try to live a private life when everything that we want to do as a regular human being is so public, like just going to a restaurant, that's a public thing, you know? So it's just um, finding ways around that, <laughs> finding ways around the cameras and the, and the people with their phones. You know, I've, I've done a great job so far. <laughs> hey, let's go here. It's real. Like there's nobody here today. <laughs> Go to this movie. Nobody's going to see it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so <laughs> As funny. I said, it's, it's so it, funny. It really is. It's really challenging. But, you know, one of the things that you said that I that I and I really want to touch upon and I really want the listeners to, to really get a grasp of this is that you've been in the industry for such a long time. And I want you to speak to the lack of artist development in today's music industry mm. and how is it? It has affected such a negative outlook on a lot of artists, who artists who may be actually talented, but their personal life and the way they conduct themselves out in public is very detrimental to the music. Can you speak on that a little bit? You know what? I feel like... Um, who, you know what? I've been asked this question before, something like it, and I... I, I feel like as professionals, when we decided this is what we want to do as a career, 
we have to be so careful because people will start to look up to you. People will start to follow you and things you do because they want to be like you. They want to be successful as you. They want to do what you do. So if I'm going out here and I'm showing the cra- doing the craziest stuff, then girls are going to think that's okay. And that's not necessarily, you know, what that is. And then also it's like a lot of, uh, a lot of labels like to sign things because they're pretty or because they can package them well. They may not right. necessarily have the talent. They just look great. And what that does is it lowers the standard for artists everywhere. And then when somebody gets up to perform and you're like, oh, they don't sound like the song. I love that song. Now I don't love it anymore. Like that, it actually, it just kills the artist to be honest. So I feel like if you're trying to be an artist, you need to do your own homework. You need to do your own artist development. You need to study the greats. That's what I had to do. I coming up at 15, I had rehearsals. I had to, I'm pretty sure I watched, all the performances of like Tina Turner, Whitney Houston. I used to watch Fade the Black, and I used to, like. There's so many different documentaries and, and things out there for you to watch, to watch how people perform, to watch how they carry themselves. And I use my icons and my uh, my mentors as a constant reminder of what I need to be and in, in, in the public eye and how I need to perform. Because that's important for longevity. But if you want to just put a song out, just to put it out and have a quick moment, and then when you perform, people are like, eh, we're cool. Then that's that's cool. That's fine. That's you know, everybody can't last forever. But if you want to have a long, a long uh, career in this industry, you have to do your homework. Absolutely. You have to do your- Diligence, like I, I, the biggest thing I, I tell everybody when, whenever I'm asked, what advice do you give anybody trying to get into songwriting or trying to put out a project? I always say, study your craft in its entirety. Make sure you know what you're talking about when you walk into a room. This is why people do respect me because I know what I'm talking about. I know how to record myself. I know how to perform. I know how to write my own songs. I know how to vocal produce. I know how to vocal produce other people. Like, I just studied my craft. I listen to music from all over the place. I listen to everything. I even listen to choral music. It's not something that people get into, but if you love music and this is what you want to do, the more you know, the more you're able to do. So I feel like as an artist, as a writer, as a producer, as anything, whatever your career goal is, do your homework. Develop yourself as far as you can go until someone comes along and says, hey, I see, I see what you see in yourself. Let me help you. And then they help you along further. It kind of just goes like that, if that makes any sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. I think, and also just to uh, piggyback on that a little bit more, is that when you have someone that's very talented and they come from a poverty-stricken background and you have someone wave some money in front of you, and all you have to do is sign your name on a dotted line. And they promise you stardom, <laughs> achievements more than you could possibly ever dream of. And they don't know anything or understand the concept as far as the business aspect of music. How long did it take you to really, really understand the business side of the music industry, making sure all your I's are dotted, all your T's are crossed? You know, I learned that very early on, and luckily I started so early in the game because when I learned my lesson, I was still young, so I still had time to figure it out. Um, I was signed to a label, and then a whole bunch of crazy stuff started happening where they were trying to sell my songs off to people without me knowing, and it. it I just, because I was so young... It, and my mom didn't know anything about the music industry, my dad neither. You know, it was just kind of like, okay, well, we trust whatever you say. You know, we'll go with whatever you feel. And that wasn't the right thing to do. As an artist, even though we have managers and business managers and agents and lawyers, look over your own stuff. Understand what it is that you're signing. Because, yeah, when you don't have much and somebody's throwing some money in front of you, it looks like a great deal. It looks like, oh, yeah, let me just get this 
quick upfront money and I can blow it on whatever, but you have to understand whatever money they're giving you is a loan. Yes. You have to pay that back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. people think that you can go sign a deal and you got all this money. No, bro, that's a loan. That's 300K they just gave you, that 500000 that's a loan, meaning you got to pay all of that back. Everything so not everything only did back. they loan you, not only did they loan you 500000 but you're supposed to pay for your studio, your life, your, you know, living expenses. You're supposed to pay for your shoots, your everything, your marketing. They give you a budget for these things. And everything you spend money on is things that you have to pay back after your project or whatever your releasing comes out. It comes out of your royalties. It comes out of your sales, it comes out of your licensing, it comes out of everything, and people don't understand. They don't take the time to sit down and really understand what signing a deal means. It doesn't just mean you get the label of, oh, yeah, I'm signed to Universal, or oh, yeah, I'm signed to Sony. It's not just the name. You get debt immediately. (laughs) Immediate debt that you have to work to get rid of. And you have to, you just always have to be on your P's and Q's. So, you know, I went through something younger, at a younger age. And then after I got through that and I got out of it, I took business law. On online courses, like one of my college I was attending while I was touring and doing stuff, I took business law because I need to know what these things say. I need to know when I'm looking at this contract and this, all this legal mumbo jumbo that I don't understand. I need to understand this. Because when my attorney's not around, or if I have an attorney who's trying to maybe take advantage of you, or you have management that's trying to take advantage of you, you need to be able to understand what it is that you're signing, that you're reading, so that no one can take advantage of you. It's amazing. You know, I've had the pleasure to speak and converse, actually, with so many wonderful artists over the years, like yourself. And the one thing is a common thread. They said, you know what? When you don't know and understand the business aspect of the music industry, you're saying, wait a minute, I sold 500,000 record sales. I've sold X amount of units and I'm broke. Where's the money going? And when I remember I had to put Kashif, God rest his soul, and he had put a book out almost close to almost 30 years ago as far as understanding the business of the music industry. As you said, when you get that money from the label, it's a loan for studio time for rehearsals, you name it. And that money has to be paid back. And I see a lot of artists now, because right now you only have a handful of record labels. It's nowhere near the amount it used to be. And I find so many artists now are more comfortable being independent artists where they're able to have complete control of the music as far as the royal, as far as from the financial aspect. Also, more importantly, they're able to release the music that they want to release and they're in control of their future. What does it mean to you to have that kind of level of control of your music? You know what? It means a lot because, um, you know, at 15, you don't know who you are. So in retrospect, everybody's creating you. You're being created into whatever artist, whoever around you wants to be, because you don't really know. You just know you want to sing and, you right. songs, you know, <laughs> and your chocolate, your little chocolate drop brown girl from South Carolina who just has to do this professionally. You know, you don't know. <laughs> at least that, you know, that's the, that's normally the case. And um, right. at that age, I was told I was too dark to do whatever type of music I want. I'm too thick. I'm too this. I'm too. It was always I'm too so much. So doing that. To a child, not really a great thing. So unless you have tough skin, you know, it's not the best industry to just start off in at a young age. I feel like that's why a lot of child actresses and children celebrities kind of go nuts in a little while because there's so much scrutiny and there's so many eyes on you watching you. You have to always feel like you need to be perfect. And I feel like, because I decided to drop my EP independently, like I'm signed to Universal as a writer, but I'm not signed right. as an artist and been offered artist deals. And I just turn them down because like, I, I know where this goes. I've already been there. 
but to put out something completely organic from me and let it just spread by word of mouth and it still do what it's doing right now means way more to me because I've had complete creative control over everything I've done in my project thus far. Nobody told me what to do. Nobody told me I can't do this. Nobody said I can't say that or sing about this or I have to sing a certain way. None of that. You just get to be you. And that's another plus side of learning the business. Because if you don't know the business, you can't do this, actually. You can't put out your own project. You don't even know how to do it. You can't, you know, kind of self-promote your project. You don't really know how to promote. You know, it's just there's a lot that comes behind learning your craft and learning the business of music. There's music and then there's music business. Both you have to know. And as a, especially as an indie artist and because of social media being so hands-on and you're so open to the public, you have the biggest platform for yourself. You have the same platform labels have at this point. Separate labels just have money in their name, but you still have, there's so many buzzing artists right now that I, I so respect because they're doing it all on their own. They're putting their songs on SoundCloud and, iTunes and Apple Music and Spotify, they're doing everything on their own and they're winning and nobody can tell them anything. That's a win-win to me. When you get to be organically yourself, be real in your music and nobody can tell you nothing. It is definitely a beautiful vibe to know that you have that level of control over what you want to do. I've always said, you know, That's the great thing about being an independent radio station because the music that you truly love and appreciate, you have control over the music that you want the masses to hear. And I think another great thing about being an independent artist, it keeps you grounded. It still gives you that drive to get out there and really touch everyone because you know yourself when you have the machine behind you, you have so many different different handlers, and it kind of keeps. Be lazy. Yes, yes, and you get <laughs> you, you get from the people who supported you from the beginning, and the buzz around this new EP has been fantastic. What has it meant to you to see all the different positive feedback and love that you've been receiving from Love Train? It meant a lot because it's just, it kind of confirms to me that, not that I needed the confirmation, but it just con- further confirmed to me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't release it with a major label. I released it by myself and I relied completely on word of mouth for promotion. So at this point, it's still being promoted just by fans, the listeners, the consumers, the people who actually listen and listen to the music over and over and over again and then to even have people in the music industry who have become my fans because of this project even though they've worked with me or been around me they just never knew what I was as an artist or what I had to offer you know it's just it's really humbling and it feels great to know that I did something completely by myself and with Cardiac the producer he's amazing he's Grammy winning producer um we just went in and did what we wanted to do and people love it like it's always good to put 100 percent of yourself into something and then get positive feedback i i haven't really haven't got any negative feedback actually at all (laughs) that never happened the only that the only thing negative i've heard has nothing to do with my project and everything to do with my pictures because some people have known me for so long. They're like, oh, my gosh, you're grown up. Like, I can't. This is too much. Like, you're still 15 to me. Can you? Can we please, like, can you, can you cover that up? I'm like, I'm a grown up. I am a grown woman. I can do whatever I want to. And to be honest, the pictures are actually a little more uh, – What's the word I want to use? The pic, my thought, my pictures are way more. Hmm, I'm trying to think of a good word. <laughs> 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 they're, they're not sexual, but they're very, 
sexy. And I've never been publicly just really just sexy. Not to me, at least, I feel. Okay. And I felt okay. because I was so confident in myself in this project and the visuals match what I'm talking about. I felt like, yo, okay, whatever. I'm Beyonce today. Whatever. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, literally the shoot, the, the photo shoot that I had in the pool, it was like 50 degrees outside, and I'm in this cold pool, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, Beyonce would do it. Fine, I'm getting in. Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's sign me up. I'm Beyonce today. <laughs> I can't 
rather be faded And grip on some asses, I swear what a bad bitch will play in my head Just as long as you are not here I'd rather be faded I'd rather be faded yeah. 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 Just to hear and worry about you And shit you weren't able to do I just can't keep losing my cool I had way too much to drink I'm in like big industry club Throwing some tuition All on snap capturing Cause I know you pay attention I'm headed down to Rio I'ma fuck it up cause I'm single And you can't tell me to chill So I'll roll another one Here you come, here you come, yo You must have smelled the fun All my life talking shit Like you ain't the one that chose this I swear you do this shit on purpose You got what you want and that's worth show right now I have I'm so because I am doing everything by myself I make sure that everything has something unique and some type of edge to it so I'm trying to make sure that my show is completely perfect before I start taking show days (laughs) but I am going to do a a little love train tour you know Mm -hmm. well make sure the train stops by you because it's my train so I'm going to go wherever I want to (laughs) go there you go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, I'm going to do a Love Train tour um, I may do a sneak performance During the Grammys this year okay. Sometime, not okay. on the Grammys But around the Grammy events I'm still trying to work that out And It's going to be great I'm so excited to do live shows And especially, like, whenever I do it It's going to be all over my social media Which everybody looks at anyway So, yes, nobody's going <laughs> to
Nobody's going to miss it at all. All right. Well, you know, look, this is your home. Whatever you need, please do not hesitate to let us know. And hopefully soon the love train will stop here in Houston. We would love to have you in the studio. Absolutely. So, family, again. I'm in Houston. (laughs) But just okay. not when it's 110 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I had a show some years ago, and uh, it was in Houston. I had one in Houston. I had one in Dallas, and they didn't tell me the show was outside. Okay. So. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it does all my get hot. I was just looking nuts. I sounded amazing <sighs> though. Sounded immaculate, but I was not prepared for the 110 degree weather at night. I'm like, it's nighttime, and yeah, there's no hot. fans around here. What's happening? We got to work on this. <laughs> there's no wind. It's just hot. You know, I've been here now for going on almost 10 years. I'm originally from Los Angeles, and it's weird moving to a state where you have seasons. And you can you you have to dress accordingly. You know you can't have you know I'm used to having waves in my hair, and I said, wait a minute, it's too hot. <laughs> it's, 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 it's too hot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I miss seasons here in LA because I'm stationed in LA now, and okay. I miss the fact that there's really no fall. I don't see the leaves fall. You know, like I like I feel like in LA you can kind of get lost in time because you don't know when it really is. Like, even Christmas right. time doesn't feel like Christmas time. <laughs> it just feels like, it feels like it's just a little chilly sometimes. Like, I feel like during Christmas this year, it was kind of like 60, 70 degrees a little bit sometimes. And it didn't get cold until January. And then it got really cold. And then it started raining. And I'm like, wait, there's rain? And it's, it's not supposed to rain here. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony lied. They told us that it never rains in Southern California. It rained for Yes, it will. I was so good. I was like, can we can we locate them? Because we need to ask which one of them. One of the Tonys said that line. They said, "Yeah, we're gonna put this in the song because it's real." Y'all were lying to us this whole time. Okay, that's a memo. We need to get in contact with Rafael Sadiq. I believe he said that. And asked him, "What were they thinking about?" Because for two weeks, I couldn't leave my house. I just want to know. Oh my goodness. Well, let me ask you, before we let you go, if you could get in a time machine and go back, let's say, five years ago, what mm. would the Asian of today tell the Asian five years ago? What would you say to her? Mm. Yikes, that's a deep one. Um, <laughs> that's deep. Five years ago, okay, five years ago, I would say, be secure, little brown girl. Be, be smart, little brown girl. Be, be adventurous. Be, just go out and get it. Don't let anybody or anything hold you back. And know that you're beautiful. I would tell myself that five years ago. So it is written. So it shall be done. So beautiful. Thank my queen. (laughs) My queen, it was an honor for me to have you on the show. I look forward to having the love train come here to Houston. But in the meantime, much continued success, whatever you need. Do not hesitate to let the teddy bear know. We got you. We love you. We definitely support all of your future endeavors. Okay. I will definitely let you know. I will definitely let you know. People are like, hey, are we going to get to speak to you? <laughs> I'm like, social media, like, can we talk? Like, can, can I talk to you? It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not running this interview, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be over at me. <laughs> call in. We're here. We're taking phone calls. Call in. You know you can call in and speak. It's okay. I promise you I will not bite. I'm a very... Loving and very affectionate teddy bear. I won't bite. I, I promise you. I definitely promise you. Promise you. But yeah, please come down to Houston. We would love to have you here. And again, family, the new EP Love Train is available as we speak on iTunes, Google Play, 
And as I've always said, if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to Amazon.com. Thank you so much, lovely one. Thank you so much for having me. All right, my love. The incredible Asian, yeah, I said it right, here in the zone. Grove L-O-T-O Radio. Yeah, if there's some callers been trying to get in, I guess we're having a little bit of technical difficulties on the line, but I promise you, I come in peace. I won't bite. I promise you. <laughs> the new EP, Love Train, is available as we speak. And speaking of Love Train, let's get into the title track, of course, from Asian Love Train, here in the zone of L-O-T-O Radio. <laughs> You misplaced your ticket We're supposed to be on our way to happy endings Somewhere we turn wrong We seem to have lost our way Cause mm. the simple shit we can't even agree with it Every argument turns to us splitting Then you say that you're leaving When you know that you should stay mm. Mm. I could have sworn if love shit was easy Well that's what the books say they don't tell you when you're a little girl and won't quite work out that way. And I think we missed the love train. Mm-hmm. And baby, I say we need to start all over again. The next one's the last one I'm waiting on you. Quickies and days on the weekends We'd be laughing for hours and loving the days in What happened to us? I wanna be that way again Until pride came along and we got complicated And we both had some things but didn't mean it What happened to love? I know our hearts were made I could have sworn if love shit was easy Well that's what the books say they don't tell you when you're a little girl and won't quite work out that way. And I think we missed the love train. Mm-hmm. And baby, I say we need to start all over again. The next one's the last one I'm waiting on you. Pack your bag, you only need one Leave the others in the past Cause they don't belong where we're going So I run after this train for you Wanna leave this pain by the paradise Restless, that to stop it Don't hurt to try To get back to the better days But baby
out there. But I ain't messing up my hair for no man. Oh, you know, you turn uh-huh. your back, here comes another one. There's always more sharks in the big old. Yeah. So chill, because all the girls are looking. You know what I'm saying? Just stay in your own lane and respect every girl's territory. Yeah. I think we'll be alright. You know, we can unite. I mean, no, really, because we all looking for the same thing. Oh. Love. In fact, uh-huh. I think I want my assistant to help me out a little bit. We can unite. Explain your situation, oh. Music. 
ask and you shall receive. You can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter at L-O-T-O Radio. Also on Facebook at Facebook, L-O-T-O Radio, The Comfort Zone, and also on Instagram. Yeah, we're there on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-O, The Comfort Zone. Lord have mercy. My goodness. I want everyone to have a fantabulous, or should I say, funktabulous weekend. I know Mondays, I know I won't be back, but it's okay. No need to fear. The teddy bear is always here. While I head back to the galactic chocolate city of music. Yeah, to get lost. <laughs> Takes the rainbow. Lord have mercy. <laughs> It's definitely a beautiful thing. I want to thank my staff for making things wonderful, making my life a lot more comfortable. Yes, Lord. And to all the many listeners and supporters out there, thank you so very much for supporting the zone. If it wasn't for you, there's no me. So it is written, so it shall be done. We're going to leave you, Lord have mercy, with black ivory. Because at the end of the day, we all want to do one thing. That's win it, love. Here in the zone. At L-O-D-L Radio. Remember, family, keep it soulful. Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.